Paul, so last week I was attending a family dinner and my uncle settled on the topic of my podcast. Okay. And he said uh he said this about us. He said uh he said that the journalists at This American Life are better than us. Okay. But not much better. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, 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 hey now. <laughs> Not much better. So, I mean, I, I feel like both sides were disrespected a little bit. Yes, that is absolutely true. <laughs> so I know my aunt's going to be listening to this, Han Susan. Um, <laughs> your husband made the podcast. <laughs> Good job. Maybe someday he'll make this American life. Yeah. Uh, so let's get this week's show started. Let's get spooky with Hip Hop McDougal here on Hometown Sounds. It's October 31st, which means it's Halloween, and we're so prepared because we scoped out the scene, drew the city on a legal pad, then highlighted the best path. It's a trick-or-treating to terrific candy treasure map. Grab your backpack and your bike and a flashlight, embarking on the sugar-fueled night full of fast fright. Six o'clock on the dot, head into the streets. We've been waiting for weeks to get our teeth on these sweets. Got a couple of rules and a couple of guidelines. Press Dr. Camel's house like it's covered in landmines. Distributing two crushes to disappointed faces. Dressed as Dracula, donning braces. So skip that trip crap, I prefer a tic-tac. Next rule is to avoid the local riffraff. Next Sign, please take one. That's when you take the whole bowl. Now run! Ding dong, we did all get along. Tonight's the night, get your costume on. Monster feet over ghostly sheep. It's time to trick or treat. Knock, knock, give me all you got. Check a lantern's bird to mark the spot. Hoblin goblin, stop the streets. It's time to trick or treat. Oh, no bullies! Pull your mask to hide your face, or they'll push you in a bush and they'll steal your pillowcase. Come on, you know the drill, we've been living in fear. They'll catch up on their bikes like they did last year. Forget about that flashback, hit them with a the mad dash. Run around the corner like we both have on a flash mask. Reach into your backpack, where you got your jack stash. Throw them in the street, that'll leave their tires flat fast. Yeah, we got the last laugh, now let's ride. To where the true bounty lies, where the rich reside. King size, don't lie, yeah, the ultimate wish. Through the windows by a spooky, kooky hair, green witch. We walk up, fingers crossed. Here's hoping we say trick or treat as the door creaks open. Just had nerds, stupid, dumb, dumb, bullies, not bad. Yeah, the kitten was good and plenty of fun. Did my hand on it, skin a score, we won. Yeah, sack so packed, it might make you snicker. Laffy, taffy, see what I did there? Yeah, dump the bag, see the goodies from my street. Spread them out to the zero table space to see. Don't be a butterfinger, Bodie's licking his shots to take five or however many pieces we drop. Oh, either now or later, we're eating these piles. Mountains so amazing, make a sugar daddy smile. Bar none the best under the Milky Way stars. From Fifth Avenue all the way to Mars. Enough Kit Kat, chit chat, it's time to eat. Have a zapper for our last trick, we're eating these treats. Ding dong, we did all year long. Tonight's the night, get your costume on. Monster feet over ghostly sheep. It's time to trick or treat. Knock, knock, give me all you got. Check the lanterns burn to mark the spot. Hobbling, goblin, stalk the streets. It's time to trick or treat. Welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC spooks. <laughs> I am Paul Vodra. I'm Tony Pareco, and that was Hip Hop McDougal 
with a song called Trick or Treat. And uh, gosh, I think they really cover just about everything in the holiday. Hip Hop McDougal, they've been putting out nerd rap since 2009. Oh, wow. That's 10 years of Hip Hop McDougal just drilling various nerdy subjects into the ground. Uh, <laughs> these include the last time we featured Hip Hop McDougal, we played a song that they wrote about sushi. They've done songs about Lost, Stranger Things, Dinosaurs. And what I really love about Hip Hop McDougal is unlike, all right, this is going to come off wrong, but I'm too (laughs) deep in this now. But I really appreciate how literal and narrative driven the songs are and just how adept the rapping is. (laughs) Yeah, it's really fantastic stuff. So, Paul, you and I had a, a little bit of halloween business going on activities that is true tell me about you okay well i did my annual mashup dj night at my friend's halloween party which is so big it actually got written up today in uh the popville blog the prince of petworth uh somebody was walking past and noticed the huge decorations that they build for this party and posted on prince of petworth blog and wondered what is this who who made all this stuff? Wait a minute. I saw that. Yeah, that's the party. <laughs> that's the party. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so the theme this year was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, so they built a giant uh, kraken. Um, there was a... Kraken? A, yep. There was a game of a like a, a flume where you sent, I think, rubber duckies down to win prizes. Uh, I dressed up as Steve Zizou from the movie, the Wes Anderson movie, The Life Aquatic. And I branded my... Evening, the nightlife aquatic. Excellent. Thank you very much. So it was really fun. I started DJing at like probably like 9.45. And I think I finally gave up at about 2.15 or so. You didn't give up. Um, you, you you ran a marathon. I did. I mean, I basically play until everybody's done. Until all the dancers have finally collapsed and moved on to other parts of the party or going home to bed. And, you know, I'm 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 never the one to finish. Uh, I'm always I'm always the last one there on the dance floor. So it was really fun. I didn't take a break the whole time. No bathroom breaks. That's crazy. Nothing. People kept bringing me beers. I wasn't drinking them because I knew I didn't want to leave to go to the bathroom. So I drank very, very slowly. Um, I think I played about 74 songs uh, in my whole set. Now, 74 songs, now, were they all mashups? Only one was not a mashup. What, what song was that? The one song I played that was not a mashup was Blister in the Sun. It's just such a classic. Everybody got so low when I played Blister in the Sun, you know, like the part where, yep. yeah, everybody was just squatting really low on the ground. It really cracked me up. It was just a wonderful moment. That's really and then they fun. all jump up. Oh, that's great. So, well, you played 74 songs. Yeah. But they were mashups. So that's how right. many songs total? Oh it was uncountable. Un, absolutely uncountable. And what I was wondering was what songs were going through everybody's head the day after that I played, you know, like just fragments. And then people the next day be like, why am I singing all this Queen? Or why am I singing, you know, Prince or Stevie Wonder or the Bee Gees or Nelly or, you know, all the stuff. I was just very curious as to everybody who was there because some people have never heard some of those songs and some people know them so well. Uh, I had a really good uh, reaction from the crowd. Uh, people really loved it. Some people were minds were just blown. I loved it. It was a really fun time. I kind of a little bit sad that I didn't go to the rest of the party though. Uh, there was so much other stuff. There's karaoke going on in the basement. That seemed really epic. A lot of people doing that. There was um, 
the uh, the bingo card when you show up. You get a bingo card with you got to find people in costumes that correspond to the the bingo card uh, sections. So you got to find somebody who's from a movie, somebody who is um, a monster, you know, various things. So there is it's a lot of stuff going on at this party. So my next question for you, Paul: Any good costumes Ooh. that you saw? Uh, you know, there were a lot of people dressed as fish. My girlfriend went as the a sea anemone, which I think was probably about the best costume there. Uh, covered in Sucka. like the, the long balloons, it was a great costume. Everybody was really digging it. It was totally like fascinating on the dance floor. It was just moving around. It was great. There were a number of other Steve Zizou's there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you could play where Steve Zizou. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So people people did a great job. It's really fun. People, a lot of people stuck with the theme. And uh, yeah, it was a great party. I'm honored to get to do it. It's like I always say, uh, mashups are songs wearing Halloween costumes. And I really feel like that is the perfect time to unleash that set upon people. And it's the perfect crowd for it. People are into it. And uh, it's, it's a great time. It's so, so cool, man. So what about you? So last night, I went to go see The Diane Scream. Yes. And... It was billed as the DMV's Diane Ream Talking Heads tribute band. Yes. And they invited you, Paul? That is true. I am acquaintances with one of the members of the band who is a, a sometimes drag performer and also plays in the band uh, Ava Brontosaurus. Cool. Yeah. So it was a seven-piece band, and this is really difficult to talk about because they weren't great. <laughs> okay. They were pretty mediocre. All right. And, well, some problems were two of the the stringed instruments. One was a dulcimer, <laughs> like, rather than using an electric guitar. And then, and then I'm not sure what the other one was. It wasn't a zither. <laughs> and that's about the only other, like, non-guitar, long-stringed instrument that I, could, that I could name. Right. I will say that their David Byrne was very, very good. He mm. was great. So, I mean, and it was... Uh, it was kind of like a public radio uh, banter, like like a pledge drive kind of situation that they were invoking. So A for effort. All right. C for execution. Yeah. But I mean, they really went all in. They had mugs. They had <laughs> they had shirts for sale. I mean, it was really fun to sing along with Talking Heads songs. And I think Talking Heads are an excellent group to cover in the context of like doing something fun as a band for Halloween. Absolutely. Uh, I will say that when I got Facebook event invited to this show, I think it was back in like late August or so. I oh wow! I tweeted about it. I tweeted that I just got invited to the Diane Scream show, and I didn't tag anybody in this post. But Diane Ream herself responded to my tweet and said, "We are intrigued and flattered," which I thought was very very exciting. That's cool. And I know that the band also was very excited about that tweet. Rad. And they got quite a lot of press for it. I do think that that tapping into that that hometown celebrity that Diane Reem has in this town and having your band be a tribute to that too, I think was very, very smart. I think DC loves getting nerdy about that stuff. So they got a lot of press and uh, hopefully they will go on to more and awesome things. Totally. Paul, returning to the subject of mashups, friend and acquaintance of the show, Lindsay Hogan, music blogger, podcaster. She went on a great Twitter spree of mashing up band names with foods. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to read you some of some of my favorites. 
Drake and Eggs. <laughs> Neutral Almond Milk Latte Hotel. <laughs> Toast Face Killer. Fiona Scrapple. Yeah, that's perfect. Eggs Benedict Folds 5. <laughs> oh, God. Poached Malone. Yes. And uh, the last one for you, Insane Brown Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all gold. Those are amazing. Yes. Uh, I couldn't sleep two nights ago and it was like three in the morning and I just found that and it tickled me. I was doing the terrible thing of screens in bed. Oh, my no, God. not good, man. Yeah, I know. Bad for the old sleep hygiene. But thank you, Lindsay, for really making my night. And we will definitely tag you uh, <laughs> when we put this podcast out. Nice. But for now, let's play another song. Yeah, this is incredible change. Oh, yeah. That song was called Stealing by Finding by Incredible Change. It is one of two new singles from the Brock Boss-fronted synth-pop band known as Incredible Change that we love. This song was called Stealing by Finding. It is a Name Your Own Price download. And the other song 
Devil's Answer Prayers is a free download. They will not take any money for it. That's an intriguing distinction. I know. Well, you know, maybe maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's not a reason. Based on some recent events, we kind of here at Hometown Sounds wonder how much musicians understand Bandcamp at all. (laughs) Right. You don't know whether they've done something on purpose or whether they just didn't know what the buttons they were pushing. But we're going to assume that they knew what they were doing. And they wanted you to have that song for free no matter what. We last featured Incredible Change on the podcast back in July 2017. That was for our big summer episode. Oh, yeah. We did, uh, we did photos laying, on the, laying on, by the pool. That was a good one. And the song was from their EP, which I, I really just wanted to say the name of it again. Millennialopolis. Is that right? Yeah, that's great. Oh, what a mouthful. Uh, also, I love the congas on that track. Totally, totally. Love me some congas. Uh, I read the lyrics of the song while we were listening to it, and I don't understand why the song is called Stealing by Finding, but that's okay. That's music. That's art, man. Maybe some people understand it. Anyway, they're a fantastic band. Uh, They don't have any live shows on the schedule right now, but I really hope they do soon because they're a really, really fun band to see live. Keeping that synth pop thing going in D.C. And now let's hear another song. Tony, what do we got? Kev Brown and Jay Cyanide. Vision the remedy, future turns into history. Sit wonder what life is really meant to be. Trophies handed out to the ones doing the least. No justice, no peace, no free beats. I gotta speak for the artist in me, the artistry. I create, built from the roots of the tree. Words on the page, autobiography. Words from the gray-haired man of a obsolete. Have a seat, let the older God preach. Oh. Hey yo, get the grab with no bleach, all week. Cyanide bringing light to it. See, my influence is bus exhaust, black cars across. Cloudy days, misty fall, hanging down the frog. Yo, hold your applause, the gorilla has evolved. Yo, solar eclipse, father time is pissed. Check off the guest list, yo, I came bearing gifts. Yo, grab me your fist, watch the step or get missed. Yo, get the pamphlet, students cram the understanding. Grand larceny, sketching lines, off me, Paul, pardon me. Yo, flip the board, no monopoly, yo, right off of the sunset. Of course she's wet. Never heard you weak press, yo. Of course I'm deaf. D-E-F. Old school slang is the best. Semi-automatic shit. Pumping in your chest. Laid the rest. I'm pretty calm. Never press. Can't control. Another level. Dust settle. One, one, one false move. One false move. One false move. Don't even wreck it. Wreck it. Wreck it. Grooves in your flame. Even wreck it. Grooves in your flame. Paul, I sometimes have to ask you if hip hop is good that mm-hmm. I find. I didn't have to do that this time. That's awesome, dude. I like that. That's progress. That song was called Buck Rogers by Kev Brown and Jay Cyanide. And that name is spelled S C I E N I D E. I didn't quite get it when I first looked at the word because it's spelled a little funny. And when you sound it out in your head, you're like, oh, that's cyanide. I get it. That is the featured track 
from low-budget crew member Keb Brown's new album, Drum Machine Tape Cassette, with Jay Cyanide. We featured Keb Brown on the podcast way back in 2014 with an episode I actually did by myself. There was a weird time where like, I did one by myself and then you did one by yourself. I remember that. Yep. We don't do that anymore. Legendary producer and MC Keb Brown teams up with another equally dope MC slash producer Jay Cyanide on this dusty opus of rugged beats, chop samples, and clever rhymes, a sonic masterpiece of sound on vinyl. The album features Superstition, You, Finale, Ken Starr, DJ John Doe, and others to add to a dope supporting cast. Apparently, they got together one weekend and just kind of cranked this out and invited some friends over and made it and... It's pretty cool. The album is available on streaming platforms, but if you want to support the artists and own it yourself, it is $20 on their Bandcamp. That is a that is a full featured price. You can also buy an autographed copy of this on vinyl on Kev Brown's website. So that is that is for the serious collectors. And here's what I got to say. Buck Rogers, the television show, occupies the same spot in my brain as the old Battlestar Galactica, right? It was like late 70s, sci-fi, TV, a little weird, a little goofy. And Battlestar Galactica has been remade. And now I hear they want to remake it again, that the guy who makes Mr. Robot, which is my favorite show right now, wants to remake Battlestar Galactica again. And I say, what about Buck Rogers? They haven't made that again. Let's do that. Let's start fresh. That's what I say. That's cool. That's my commentary. So... One thing that's been going on on Twitter is that people have been changing their Twitter names to be all Halloweeny. Yes. That's been a thing for like a few years now. Yeah. Yeah. And it just really confuses me because I, <laughs> I forget who I'm following because it doesn't state their name. But let me just share some of the good ones with you. All right. Stand up comic David Twighty changed his name to David Friday. All right. Makes sense. There's a, an Alley Haunt Dro. <laughs> Bill Corbett of MST, MST3K and Rift Tracks changed his name to Bowl of Slimy Eyeballs Corbett. Wow. <laughs> Evan Minsker of Pitchfork changed his name to Count Billy Corgan's Ghoulish Tea. Wow. Yee. Yeah. And the, also the very straightforward, Evil Lantern is a Spooky Woman. <laughs> All right. Oh, and then, then there was a, a Buka de Gregorio. I, I, I do kind of feel like some of these were a stretch. Yes. But I appreciate it, even if it just like, leaves me confused on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, let's keep this show going. Next up, for you all, it's All the Best Kids.
attention. I can tell from your entrance, you're feeling distant. Life's been intense and you've been thinking of quitting. Oh, I got your attention. Well, now that you're listening, it's all a game. It's based around your intention. It's a common addiction, a simple confliction. We all want to fix it, though. Can I get a witness? Maybe you're feeling low. Maybe you're tanning out. Maybe your life feels like a circular roundabout. Oh, I've been there before and slowly I found it out. Let go of your mind and finally leave behind the doubt. Maybe it's God's fault. Maybe it's hard luck. But you built a more luck than your mental construct. You might think it's all real. Trust me, it's all pump. Sooner or later, your wall front is gonna fall the fuck down. Something strange is in the
all the best kids triumph again with a new track called Falling Out the Mind. This is a featured track from the long-awaited EP by all the best kids called Have Mental Breakdowns. It's four songs and a name-your-own-price download on their Bandcamp. We featured a different song from it last year called Mistaken Identity. Uh, All the best kids, led by spiritual rapper Cody Valentine, All the Best Kids is a maximalist ensemble featuring a real big brass section. Love it. We featured them on the Millennium Stage in July of 2018, and it's one of our faves from that series. You can watch it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, Here's a quote that I found. Apparently, their name originally was All the Best Kids Have Mental Breakdowns before being shortened to what it is today. In this way, our latest album is self-titled. Seven years ago, Cody came up with a name to help break the stigma around mental breakdowns. We started working on this album in mid-2017. With its release, that dream has come to fruition. Good stuff. I also want to give a little plug. I was just clicking around on the All the Best Kids band camp and remembering their song from their 2016 album, the song uh, Dream Master, and the music video that they shot for that at the Kusama exhibit at the Hirshhorn secretly that they weren't supposed to shoot. And it's an amazing video. I just love it. Really makes me happy. Love that band. Love their vibe. They really have so much going on. Highly recommend seeing them live. Paul, I just thought of this tidbit what, returning to the top of the show when my, when my family was discussing my podcast. <laughs> and my dad agreed with my uncle, but he, he offered this caveat. He said, I don't care for the music you play on your podcast, but you're both very entertaining. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Maybe someday he'll like a song. Maybe. So uh, more recent listener feedback I've gotten is that this friend of mine is a regular listener of the show. All right. And she says that generally about there'll be like one song, an episode that she absolutely loves. All right. And the rest of it, she could. She's like, eh, this is all right. All right. But uh, that, that's good info. I'll take that batting average. Yeah. One hit, an episode. There you go. Speaking of which, let's play another hit. Yeah, this is Landon Phillip.
to me, that song sounded like a party that just started with one guy and then people just started, more people started showing up, <laughs> you know, with all the different instruments and stuff. Yeah, I like that kind of party. Yeah, this is Lynn and Philip with a track called Inside. And honestly, I have no idea how I found this fellow. Mm. I clicked follow sometime in Bandcamp. Yep. But Lynn and Philip is putting out an EP called City Squirrels. It's going to be released on November 17th. There is an album release show in a garage on said date. Hit up Lynn and Philip on Instagram to figure out the deets of this show. And there will be food. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, so Landon tags himself as sixth wave emo, and I thought this was a joke, but, uh, we Googled this and no, there, there are five previous waves of emo and we, we learned this via an article from enemy. So let's review them, please. The first one was the Ian Mackay fronted band Embrace and also Rites of Spring and other bands associated with Revolution Summer in 1985. The second wave was Midwest bands in the 90s like Sunny Day Real Estate, Piebald, and The Promise Ring. And then the third one was pop punk flavored bands of the early aughts, including Jimmy Eat World, Saves the Day, and Brand New. And this was, th- these were like kind of the emo bands that I would say that I identified the most with. The fourth wave was uh, MySpace-fueled bands like Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, and Panic at the Disco. And then the fifth wave was 2010's emo revival, including The Hotelier, La Dispute, Foxing, and Modern Baseball. I've heard of none of those bands. I've heard of Modern Baseball, but I don't really know what they sound like. So there you go. If you want to go dig deep on some emo, we have given you the, the guidepost to get you there. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. We hope you subscribe to it in the podcast app of your choice. It could be, uh, could be the podcast app on the iPhone. It could be Google Play. It could be Spotify. It could be Stitcher. It could be um, SoundCloud. That's a thing, too. All the ways that you can get this podcast, we like to help you out by giving you all the great DC music. We are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's at Hometown Sounds. We post different stuff there, so you should follow us on all of them, really. Unless you're morally opposed to one of them or or multiple of them because they're destroying society. But we're there anyway because we got to be. And we have a website. It's hometownsoundsdc.com. We got an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. Please drop us a line. Let us know what you got going on. But really, the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live. And just like always, we have one last track for you. And guess what? It's a long experimental track, which we like to put at the end because it's beautiful. It's a nice way to, to ease, ease back out into the real world. This is Jason Mellanax with a track called Glockestra. Glockestra? What do you think? I think Glockestra. Like orchestra, but with glockenspiels. Yeah, I freaked out the first time I saw this because <laughs> I thought it might be about guns. Oh, no. We last featured Jason Mellanax on the podcast back in April of 2017 with a song from his album Time Being. This is a nearly 12-minute single song, and you can own it for $3 on his Bandcamp. It was recorded live by Russ Henry and Chester Hawkins on March 23, 2019, and he provides this description of the song. In November of 2018, my good friend, mentor, and frequent collaborator Keith Sinzinger passed away unexpectedly. One of his musical aspirations was to compose an ensemble piece for what he called the Glockestra, an orchestra using eight glockenspiels that he bought at an auction and restored for that purpose. Unfortunately, Keith never had the opportunity to bring his glockestra to fruition, so his wife Kathy invited me to write the piece using the glocks as a tribute to his life and music. 
I assembled a talented group of like-minded musicians and performed the piece in January of 2019 at his memorial service at the St. Francis Hall in Washington, D.C. I have no idea what the Glockester sounded like in Keith's head, but I did my best to do it justice based on all the conversations we had about it. I'd like to think that he would have enjoyed my version, and I hope that you enjoy it too. It was a joy to put together, and it was a tremendous healing experience for me. This recording comes with a full score so that other ensembles can perform and record their own versions of this piece. Real nice sentiment. Oh, it's beautiful. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. And we will see you all next time. Thank you.